brought to you by Big Feels Lab. Hi there. This is Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. This, this is, is Eric. This is Chelsea. Welcome to the Bring It Up show. Should I just go into it? You can go right yeah, on Yeah, we want to know what do you want to bring up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it has to do with my dad. Right. Um, he's in his late 70s, mm-hmm. and he has a girlfriend, and... Um, they live together. She makes him happy. But uh, my issue is it's not personal against her, but she keeps trying to get me invested in like her family, mm. um, meeting her daughter, sending me pictures of her grandkids. And um, I don't really have that kind of relationship with my dad. And I mm. don't want that kind of relationship with her. Like, I just don't, I don't have, I don't want to be invested in it. Right. So I don't right. know how to bring that up. And, Oh, you know, yeah, that's just ignoring her. <laughs> that's a really tricky one. First question. Are these invitations coming from her to your dad to you or are Ooh. they coming straight from her to you? I like that question. Straight, straight to me. Um, okay. Sometimes she just texts me. Sometimes she texts my sister and I. Um, my sister is a little bit nicer, but she, she also has a different relationship with our dad. Oh. So um, the girlfriend does like call her sometimes or like make tries to make plans with dad and her and them and and it's like I never get to hang out with just my dad anymore it's it's like always them Mm -hmm. um and she's fine she makes him happy but I you know I don't know how to bring it up that I would just like some time with him and yeah to like try to include include me with so many things you know I think that that's a great um I think we've we've already come to a something useful here and that is you can lean into this conversation that you want to have in a gentle way by talking about what you do want instead of Mm. what you don't want and what you do what you would like a little more of it sounds like is some alone time with your dad yeah that's a pretty great starting point because it's hard to be mad about that. True, but um, uh, can I just add something? Go for it. Add Please it. add. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they're older. They're from like a different time mm. where like maybe people didn't talk about their feelings as much that I feel like they're going to get butt hurt no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of why I don't bring it up and I avoid the question. And she's very kind of needy. Like she tries super hard. You know, just one of those people that tries super hard. So I kind of feel like it's really going to hurt her feelings, even though it does come from a good place. Yeah. I mean, I think we might have to accept with any of these conversations that we're talking people through is like, we don't know how the other person will hear it. And so there's always that um, X factor. And I think the more we sort of Mm -hmm. like accept that, that it may not really always have to do with our presentation, that kind of makes it easier, like gets us a little bit off the hook. But I also think, yeah, there are ways to increase the possibility of a positive response. And so I think okay. I agree with Eric's point that, like, you know, emphasizing what you would like, you know, and what you are interested in, I think is is more likely to sound. And I imagined you um, having that conversation about what you do want mm. with your dad. Yeah. Not with her. That was something I was going to mm. ask about because... So I am a therapist. I see this kind of situation pretty often. And I think one thing that is really helpful is remembering hmm, or maybe noticing is the better word that that oftentimes in family dynamics, when there's a new person, it's almost like what is not being said in in a relationship like the one between you and your dad 
we try to just solve the problem by like throwing someone else in there or like even blaming someone else mm. is also another way that this happens. Like a lot of times in-laws get sca- become scapegoats, basically either catalysts or scapegoats <laughs> for like mm-hmm. right issues in a family that were already there because nobody has the history with that person. So you've already kind of mentioned it a little bit that your relationship with your dad isn't, I think you said you don't have that kind of relationship with your dad. So I'm curious about that relationship because I think usually that's where I go when somebody's when it's like we don't like the in-law I'm like let's think about the relationship with the person you know who you knew first it's um this is probably gonna sound a little weird but I've I've actually never lived in the same city as my dad oh okay okay. so not even now (laughs) and well now we do this is the first time he literally lives like five minutes away from me oh wow wow that Um, is very jarring (laughs) (laughs) jarring (laughs) yeah that's close so um so yeah i'm glad he has someone that makes him happy but his like track record with women is not great Ah. and so i've just i've just never really um invested in that at any point of our relationship so yes um so yeah it's probably more with my dad Okay, so your relationship with him has never, it sounds like you haven't been super close. Right, exactly. Yeah. So now now this person is like kind of forcing it on us. Yeah. Mm. When I don't feel like that's where I want to be. Would you him. rather have the conversation directly with her or would you rather have a conversation with him and have him pass it on to her? I don't recommend triangulation mm. myself. Okay, fair. That's what we would call that. But there might be something different you want to say to him then you want to say to her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is kind of like both of them, like telling her that I maybe appreciate that she's trying to bring us closer because I know that's what my dad wants, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the way she's doing it is working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't want to attack her either. I mean, I don't want it to sound like I'm sure. attacking her either. Um, but maybe I, maybe I could say like, I do want more alone time with my dad so we could get closer. And then maybe from there, I just don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Say I'm not invested in you woman. I, I could imagine that the alone, you know, your life is your life and you got stuff going on. And so mm-hmm. the alone time with your dad potentially, re- if you want it, if you were actually interested in, in spending more time with your dad, mm-hmm. uh, you could try to replace what she's offering with moments with your dad. And then it's. Yeah, but that's going to come across as like indirect. Yeah. How how would I do that? Here's what I was hearing. I guess I'm hearing this said to her. Something like, so, you know, my relationship with my dad has really never been super close. And I'm trying to do what I can right now to sort of foster a deeper connection with him. We've never lived in the same place. And now we have the opportunity to spend more time together. And I'm finding that difficult. So I guess I'm I'm asking you for some understanding if I ever do seem like I'm prioritizing that relationship, maybe over getting to know you oh. and even expressing gratitude. Like, I'm really grateful for your presence in his life. You seem to really make him happy. But there are a lot of things about my dad I don't really know yet. And so if I seem kind of standoffish, it's because I'm, I'm trying to foster that relationship and build on that. Oh, yeah. That Thank is, you. That's a nice way to put it. I mean, like. It's still very clear. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I think that's the, that's what you're saying. Um, it is. It is. And that's, but I didn't hear myself say it like that. And I like that. That's a really positive way to say it. And 
it is true. So like if I invite him out and I say, I just want him to come, if I had said that to her, then she would probably understand. Like, I'm not trying to, um, yeah. you know, disengage with her. It's just, I want to kind of foster a more connection with my dad. And I think she would definitely yeah. understand that because that's like her whole goal of trying right. to push us okay. together. And there's like a, because, because he wants Right. That. And there's a version of that that can even be said to dad. Like, Dad, I recognize that you would really like it if me, if I was closer with, you know, Nancy, I don't know, whatever. But um, frankly, you know, sometimes I feel like you're sort of like hoping that she and I being closer will result in you and I being closer. And I don't know that I feel that way. And so for me, it would be more important for me if, if you would offer to spend time with me and like you and I could have some quality time before I get to know her. So, I mean, that's like essentially the same thing, but letting him know it's not going to make me feel close. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure that being closer to her is going to mean our relationship is stronger. I really like our relationship to be based on knowing one another. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause I don't think my dad knows me at all. That's then, big. You know, then he'll like say little things. That's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's big. It. And yeah, if you <laughs> taking your relationship with your dad and centering it will naturally sort of push any sort of potential or pursued mm-hmm. relationship with his girlfriend just kind of off to the mm-hmm. side. It's just and then, not and the priority. It's just not the priority. So then you can negotiate that later. But as long as you're going for something, yes, you're doing the right mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. whatever residual mm-hmm. happens around that is at the mercy of the thing that you actually are going for. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I can do that. <laughs> now I just have to think of something I want to do with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, there's like there's definitely some Ugh, some effort. stuff there for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, I think it makes perfect sense if you say that your dad has had relationships with other women that didn't always look I don't remember the word you used, but you said it wasn't like the best history. I mean, of course, you're meeting this person with that history in mind and and she may not know that and he might not even realize that you see that, you know. He probably doesn't. He probably has yeah. no idea that so, you noticed yeah. that. I so. mean, no, and that's the- he's not the most observant. But yeah, when I, I kind of just thought of her as a live-in maid when they first moved in together, and I was like, oh, he's got himself someone to clean mm. up after him. But um, they seem to be mm-hmm. happy. Um, just because I know my, you know, my dad's from a different time and can sometimes be misogynistic, and so I'm like, oh, I'm like, you have two daughters. I don't understand that <laughs> right. part, but. Um, but now they've been together for a while and I feel like I need to like that genuine appreciation that you have for what they have should definitely come out. I mean, it's, as it's off, like be as liberal as you want. Expressing with, with, gratitude. Or, yeah. And, 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 it's and never a that, bad idea. They, yeah. Acknowledging okay. the beauty of their relationship to show recognition for what they see themselves as having is only going to serve you in trying to get this information across. Yeah, I feel good about it. I think that's the thing with with new people coming into a family system is like we kind of have to redirect the energy back toward the relationship that brought the person in. Because if your relationship with your dad and the way you've perceived him to treat his partners in the past hasn't been one you can align yourself with easily or or respect, Mm -hmm, of course, that's going to, you know, affect your opinion of this person. 
of course. And so I think this is where a lot of the conflict with with new people comes in is like, it's easy to be like, ugh, but but really what you're saying is like, I don't know what my dad's relationships with women are just not usually great. And so opening that dialogue with him, building trust with him is inevitably going to at least increase your understanding of, of her through him. And that's how you know her. You and only know how, her yeah. through yeah. him. Yeah. She's not a person yeah. in your life otherwise. Right. Yeah. yeah. We could see how that would work out. I'm just like, all sorts of things are swimming through nice. my head now. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, Do you want to say any of them? No? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about like his past relationships and why I feel this way. And I was like, well, I go back to my mom. And yeah, that's what was swimming through my head. I was like, okay, yeah, it is. I can't see her as uh, a person that I want to be involved with just because he's been married so many times and has had so many girlfriends over the years. Right. And, that type of thing. Right. So um, that makes a lot more sense and I can connect those things a lot better um, by looking at it the way you guys said. I mean, and we can't just erase that from your mind. It's like, I think the really overly simplified response would be like, well, yeah, see, it's not fair. Like she didn't do that, but it's like, but that's the place that she's filling in your life. Like that's the role she's filling. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, all Mm -hmm. you can do is acknowledge that and be clear about it that's the most respectful thing you can really do you can't pretend that you're just going to be able to like see her with no context we can't do that the perspective of her that's that's probably going to be the most useful is is going to be your perspective that you have that's based on the history of your father and his relationships and like chelsea pointed out a minute ago your father's perspective of her which hopefully you can get without too much effort yeah I don't really know how he feels about her. You know, I, now I kind of want to like they broke up once and it was weird. And like, he said something like she's not very Mm. attractive. And I was like, well, that's kind of messed up. So why are you guys back together? And Oh no, now you live together. Okay. Um, Yeah. So he must, something in her now that he didn't see before or he has a different value system i mean like you were saying like perhaps like his way of engaging in relationships isn't one that you would follow the one that you could even perceive of right you're like i'm (laughs) sorry this is like an alien thing that's happening (laughs) you know when you're like hey dad i'd really like for us to spend some time building our relationship take him to lunch and be like so i thought you (laughs) <laughs> yeah you could ask him so what's yeah. going on i mean or you could also just talk yeah well, another topic you could have with your dad is how you don't want to get to know her at all i mean you have plenty to talk about with your mm. dad whether it's wanting to get his perspective on her yeah. so you can kind of like see how things are going more gathering information or whether it's how you know mm-hmm. she needs to like stop texting me I mean, I don't think that's yeah. going to go over as well as the other stuff of course that we talked totally about, but you can say it you've got stuff to say you know yeah, it's I do, and the, the problem is sometimes I'm just a little too blunt. So this is nice to talk about it because like I might say those things that are just like just just I don't want to have pictures of her kids grandkids anymore. Like mm-hmm. I'm yeah, happy yeah. for you, but not yeah. And I <laughs> so mean, this is much more pleasant. If you're gonna be blunt with her too, I think it would be honest to say, look. He and I don't have a close relationship and I'm working on that. And his relationships have looked a certain way to me that was confusing. And so I just kind of tried to keep my distance. And I want you to know that like, that's about him. 
and that's about my history with him. And I like I like that you just used the word confused. I find that confusion can be a great sort of placeholder mm-hmm. for what would otherwise come across as judgmental. So yeah, you, like you could say something like, my dad's yeah, uh-huh. relationships with women have always confused me. So right. I have not tried to engage with them right. too much. And so mm-hmm. that's something you can use. Mm-hmm. And if you do find yourself leaning towards like a blunt output, mm-hmm. you can always wrap that hammer in pillows and deliver it. <laughs> Every time. I love metaphors. You can wrap that hammer. The, the, I love it. You can wrap that hammer in pillows of really acknowledging what they what they seem to see in each other, making each but other. But don't happy. overdo it because it doesn't sound like she thinks that he likes her that much. It's like I think you, you can overdo wanna... it. I think you can overdo it. Eric's a little bit more willing to. <laughs> I think you can totally yeah. overdo it. I don't know. That's... People I, I... love being validated. Yeah, I can be blunt, but I also don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right, 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 right. I just don't want it to fi- yeah. feel insincere to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. anything that feels sincere, yeah, yeah. I say, pillow it up. Wrap the hammer in pillows. I like that. Yeah. Hey, wrap the hammer with pillows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you're trying to express, you know, th- this is self-care that you're doing in this relationship yes. right now. You're, you're, you're showing compassion for yourself, which is amazing and... Important, yeah. yeah it's, it's very important. Um. And so you can allow that compassion for yourself to sort of spread into them as you have these conversations. Because, you know, it's how a conversation goes so often has to do with sort of the emotional state that we go to into it, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, we, we don't mm-hmm. want to have a talk or an argument with our romantic partners when we're hungry. Like, just don't do mm-hmm. it. Like, have a Don't sandwich. ever talk yeah. to anyone while you're hungry. While you're hungry. Right. Like, that, that, <laughs> will, that will color the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. So, as you go in with compassion for yourself and let it go into compassion for them and really putting yourself in, in the shoes of somebody who's, like, old and on death, you know. Jesus, so much closer Eric. To, so much closer to death. I'm just going to say it. much closer to death than you are. God. And what they And what they need in that, the, the companionship they can get towards that. Oh, man. Um, well, this is kind of crazy that, that, yeah, that you say that because um, it was like a few years ago, maybe a little bit more, that I was like, oh, one of my New Year's resolutions is I want a closer relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then he had a heart attack and a stroke. Wow. And he was on his deathbed, basically. They were going to, like, they required us to make a decision whether to pull the plug or not. Mm. And um we decided as a family to do it because they were like no brain activity nothing blah blah oh my and, um, gosh you know the outcome of the story you know the outcome of the story he's still around but um we walked like into his hospital room <sighs> we walked into his hospital room and was like telling a joke about how cheap his brother was and he shook his head like he's all <gasps> sedated is that the right word and he shook his head and kind of like a little smile you know and oh so my like, oh, shit, wow <laughs> oh um so, I just got chills. long story short, I, uh, we, he recovered and, and we moved him here to, um, where, where I live now in Austin, where my sister was. And I was coming here for a couple months for a job and we moved him here and through recovery, through assisted living. Now he lives on his own. He got his driver's license back. He obviously has a girlfriend. Wow. And oh. I was like, that's not really what I was going for when I made that New Year's resolution. Because now I'm like, I've never really lived around family as much as I have right now. Right. So, this wow. <laughs> so, but, so I kind of put it on the back burner because it was so intense. It was so much, you know, yeah. going on with his recovery. Right. I didn't really get to have a, the relationship. It was just the, the, you know, the requirement that was needed for his care. Oh, that's really powerful. And 
I think uh, an easy way to sort of soften or, or, or not, it's not even softening. It's like adding charge to the conversation with her or him is to say like, you know, we thought we were going to lose you. And it, it occurred to me around that time, just how much I wish I knew about you that I don't. And I feel like I have that second mm-hmm. chance. And so that's really what's most important to me here. And, you know, I don't want this other relationship to be an easy Um, out mm -hmm. right like she seems lovely but you're my dad and it's always good to lead with desire like eric's saying it's like that's our truth that's like our truest truth it adds value to it rather than like like a personal thing to her so it adds value to yeah that relationship but right yeah and this is true we're not yeah we're not away from what they have Right. right. You do want this. And so it can be delivered that way mm-hmm. and not as, you know, stop sending me pictures of your dumb grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> They're adorable, but I don't care. Right. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, compassion for everybody because this shit is hard and like everybody's position in a family is weird and it happens to every family. And so. Mm-hmm. The, the people who really make real connection possible are the ones who are able to be the most honest about what they want and what that's really our best chance at neutralizing some of these like webs of miscommunication. And Chelsea, quick question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You perceive that for Liz, the best, most productive thing would be to have two conversations. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I just wanted to get that, make that clear. So one with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then one with her. Yeah. I mean, it could even be okay. that the conversation with her would be like something that happens like you guys are all out at a thing and it's like you're alone for three minutes and it's like, hey, I just want you to know, you know, my dad and I have really never been close and I'm just really focused on sort of like trying to build that relationship up. Uh-huh. And you could say that in the bathroom, you know, while you guys are washing your hands, like not everything has to be like, can I sit you down? Yes. Down. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. Because, you know, make it casual because that's what it is. It's like a nice, yeah. nice thing to say. And then if she's like, well, let me help you guys get closer. It's like, you know, I think this is something I got to do on my own. Oh, God, I hope not. Because some people do. I mean, <laughs> woo, some people will be like, well, I'm going to facilitate. I'm going to make that happen. It's like, you know, I really appreciate that. But I think actually there's something he and I need to do on our own. Because frankly, that's what I think happens the most that I get frustrated with is like, don't use the person you're like your new wife as like a way of not like it's like a lot of people especially a lot of older men it's like you don't want to take the time to get to know your kids or to spend time with them so you're you're making the women around you do Do that don't do that you know i don't want (laughs) i don't want men to have an out i would like them to also engage in the difficult conversations yeah i i feel like Cause you know, he's recovering from a stroke mm-hmm. and it's been a couple of years now, but you know, he was, he's a lot quieter. And so when we, when we're all out, I feel like he hardly talks, you know, mm-hmm. he's like there listening and laughing and stuff, but you know, I don't get like his stories or anything like mm-hmm. that. Cause it's mostly yeah. her talking and yeah. My brain did imagine actually, even before Chelsea said that, that the conversation with her would be casual. Yeah. And the one with him might be a little more, finding that making that space happen might take a little more effort. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it sounds, it sounds like a, a beautiful endeavor and yeah, I can hear. Well, your, you guys your, helps. I mean, your oh, utter, make it your utter annoyance good. at you your dad's me. girlfriend is, is actually turning out to be a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I was just like, Ugh. no, I'm like, oh, it is so kind of sweet. It is. It is, sweet. See? It is so sweet. It is sweet rude. and it is tender. And when you trust that in yourself, <laughs> then you'll feel less scared to have. I think that you'll feel less scared to have the conversation if you know that in your heart there is a really beautiful desire, even if there's also frustration, because who doesn't get annoyed? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a part of it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, that feels good. Guys. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, you were a big help. Um, thank you. Thanks. Thanks again. Okay. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Musical talent is Ben Cronberg at soundfart.com. The Bring It Up Show is produced by Chelsea Balser on Instagram at Big Feels Lab and Eric Anker on Instagram at critical.empathy.